From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, actor Lee Sung-joon, who starred in the Oscar-winning black comedy thriller Parasite, is found dead in an apparent suicide. Former PPP chair Lee Jun-suk announces his departure from the party and says he will create a new party ahead of the April general elections. And South Korea slaps additional sanctions on North Korean individuals linked to the regime's arms trade and illicit cyber activities. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. South Korean actor Lee Sung-yoon, who gained international fame for starring in the Oscar-winning black comedy thriller Parasite, was found dead in an apparent suicide on Wednesday. His death comes amid a police investigation into alleged drug use. Richard Larkin reports. Actor Lee Sung-yoon, who faced questioning by the police for alleged drug use since October, was found dead on Wednesday morning. According to the police and fire authorities, the acclaimed 48-year-old actor was found unconscious inside a vehicle near Waryong Park in Seoul's central Jongro district at around 10.30am, so 20 minutes after he was reported missing by his manager. The police have launched an investigation into the death, so far revealing that a memo resembling a suicide note was found at his home and a large charcoal briquette was on the passenger seat of the vehicle. Suspected of using marijuana and ketamine on multiple occasions at an adult entertainment establishment and the residence of a hostess over the past year, E had appeared for three rounds of questioning by Incheon police since October 28th. While apologizing for causing disappointment and concern, the star had claimed that he was tricked by the hostess into taking the drugs without knowing what they were. He had tested negative in both a brief reagent test and a lab test by the National Forensic Service. Following the third round of questioning on the weekend, Lee requested a polygraph test for himself and the hostess on Tuesday, asserting his innocence. After debuting in 2001, Lee rose to stardom appearing in the 2007 drama series Behind the White Tower, Coffee Prince, and the 2010 series Pasta before achieving international recognition with his starring role in director Bong Joon-ho's 2019 Oscar-winning Parasite. Richard Larkin, KBS World Radio News. Former ruling People Power Party chair Lee Jun-suk has left the party and declared the creation of his new party on Wednesday. In a news conference held at a restaurant in Seoul's Nowon district, he said he was leaving the PPP, citing that 12 years ago Wednesday he had entered politics. He said he was giving up all the political assets he had held while being in the ruling party, adding that he was making the choice to leave because he is looking to the future and not the past. The former party chair added that he submitted to the National Election Commission a report on preparations for his new party, dubbed the New Reform Party. He also denied a scenario of him getting back together with the ruling camp before next year's general elections. The rival political parties continued to clash over the main opposition Democratic Party's plan to railroad a bill on special counsel investigations into alleged stock manipulation by First Lady Kim Gun-hee and bribes received in the Daejeong-dong land development scandal. The ruling People Power Party denounced the plan to handle what it described as evil bills for the general elections in Thursday's plenary session, maintaining its stance that it cannot accept their passage by the DP. The main opposition is also firm in its stance to push forward with the bills in the session, adding that the president's spouse should not be protected from an investigation. 
The ruling party lawmakers also believe that the special probe into the Daejeong-dong land development scandal is a strategy to delay and hinder the investigation of DP leader Lee Jae-myung. With the DP holding a majority, however, the bills are expected to pass, which will in turn likely lead to a request from the PPP that President Yoon Suk-yeol use his veto power. South Korea has imposed additional sanctions on eight North Korean individuals linked to the regime's arms trade and illicit cyber activities in response to Pyongyang's missile launch last week. The sanctions included the head of the North's Reconnaissance General Bureau, the state intelligence agency behind the country's major cyber attacks. Beiju Yun reports. The South Korean government has imposed unilateral sanctions on eight North Korean individuals, including the head of the regime's Reconnaissance General Bureau, Ri Chang-ho. The latest round of sanctions on Wednesday came in response to the North's launch of an intercontinental ballistic missile on December 18th, and is the second set of sanctions this month. The foreign ministry explained that the eight people subject to the latest sanctions were all involved in financing the regime's nuclear and missile programs by trading for materials needed to produce such weapons. The ministry pointed out that D was added to the list for leading the intelligence agency that oversees North Korea's major cyber attacks by hacking groups like Kim Suki, Lazarus, and Andariel. The Yoon Suk-il administration has so far imposed 14 sanctions, 12 of which were unilaterally imposed. The sanctions have so far targeted 83 North Korean individuals and 53 institutions. The foreign ministry stressed that sanctions are intended to clearly demonstrate to Pyongyang that its provocations will come with a price, adding that close cooperation with the international community, including the U.S. and Japan, will continue until the North comes to the table for dialogue. Picture in Curious World, Radio News. North Korea has opened a year-end meeting of the ruling Workers' Party led by leader Kim Jong-un. According to the North's official Korean Central News Agency on Wednesday, Kim presided over the plenary meeting of the party's central committee the previous day to review the implementation of state policies this year. At the meeting, Kim reportedly defined 2023 as a year of great turn and great change that served as a milestone on the North's glorious path of development with the enhancement of national power and the promotion of national prestige. According to the KCNA, Kim also said that Pyongyang saw eye-opening victories and events achieved in all fields for socialist construction and the strengthening of the national power in 2023. The agenda featured six primary focal points, including a review of policy implementation this year, the direction of national development for next year, and the budget for both this year and next year. The outcome is typically announced by Kim on the last day of the meeting, before the state media issues a report on the first day of the new year. The State Arms Procurement Agency announced that a letter of acceptance has been signed with the U.S. government to purchase additional F-35A stealth fighters. The Defense Acquisition Program Administration said on Wednesday that the LOA was signed on December 8th for 20 additional F-35As in a foreign military sale. DAPA brought in 40 F-35A fighters between 2019 and 2022, with 39 of them currently in operation after one made an emergency landing in January due to a bird strike that caused internal damage too costly to repair. The government plans to acquire 20 additional F-35As in a second round of procurement, which will raise the total to 59. DAPA said the 20 new fighters will possess a significantly improved performance over the current models in terms of threat response capabilities, encryption and security functions, as well as armed operational abilities. 
The state antitrust watchdog will seek to impose a fine on food product manufacturers that fail to notify consumers of a volume reduction without a price cut as part of efforts to eradicate shrinkflation. The Fair Trade Commission said it will issue an administrative notice from Wednesday through January 16th for revisions concerning the Framework Act on consumers for such unfair practices. The revisions will apply to processed grain products, confectionery, frozen desserts, beverages, condiments, and sauces. Violators will face a fine of 5 million won, or around 3,900 U.S. dollars upon the first violation, and 10 million won the second time around. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index gained 10.91 points, or 0.42% on Wednesday, to close the day at 2,613.50. The tech-heavy Kosdaq also jumped, climbing 11.45 points, or 1.35%, to close at 859.79. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's New Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy. 